This is exactly right. Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard. It's 91 degrees. I'm already sweltering. Do people swelter or does the weather swelter? That's You look into that, listener. I don't want to think about it anymore. It's been an interesting morning. I do need to say I was looking for my keys all over the house, looking, looking, looking to take the dog on a walk. Eventually found them hanging from the lock in the front door, so I just want to reach out to the members of the crime community in Los Angeles and thank them for not taking advantage of me last night. They could have truly done whatever they wanted. They could, uh, I mean, there's no, the car was still here. I'm alive. My library card is still there. Uh, so just thank you to the criminal element. My, boy, <laughs> my boyfriend is going to be so unhappy that uh, about what I've done. Is uh, going to demand a cognitive test and all sorts of things, but can we get into the podcast? Let's talk to the guest. <laughs> Let's talk to our guest. I'm so happy to have her here. It's Milana Vintrube. Hi. Milana. <laughs> the heat. The heat. We're all sweltering. Hey, we're all sweltering. But I don't want to think about that anymore. No, let's think about the key situation for a brief Look, moment. I love that you thanked the crime community. <laughs> well, like there's a president and a co-counsel. <laughs> they they get together and they uh, they they organize their sabotage. <laughs> and they decided to take it easy on me this time. Yeah, Has, they voted. Ever- they all voted. <laughs> Give Bridger a break. Just give him this once. Give him this once. This has actually happened to me twice now. Wow. Uh, and and how do you think it'll affect your relationship? Because it feels like, well, I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I'm not to, I am not to be trusted. Well, this is truly, I know what's going to happen. What's so the happen? first time this happened to me was when I was single, but I then re- later repeated the story to my boyfriend and he was upset with me. Thought He, he was mean, upset with you? Yes. You put yourself in danger. Oh. You don't live in Utah anymore, this kind mm. of thing. You're going to be injured, whatever. I mean, but now the evidence is a little on my side because I've now left the keys all over town. <laughs> and, for and you're wh- fine. I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. The car is fine, like I said. Mm-hmm. They had full access to my life. Could have so taken- does it affect your trust in him then? Right. I'm starting to wonder what's wrong with this guy. <laughs> uh, what does he, uh, what does, he thinks he knows everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm doing everything right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I am a slightly concerned about, truly about what's going on with my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, co- I, you know, this behavior, if I had been extremely drunk and stumbled into the house, that would explain things. I was stone cold sober. Yeah. Maybe I was carrying one extra thing from the car. Well, that's, a, that's demanding. <laughs> your hands were full. My hands were full. And your mind was elsewhere. <laughs> 
I have other things to worry about at 1030 at night. That's not, your safety is not a priority. Well, I mean, it never is. So, oh yeah, but I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. This could be a pattern of behavior that people are later able to look at and say, oh yeah, the signs were there all along. We had lost him in 20, what year is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> More proof. It's just the poor proof is piling up. I'm losing my mind. Uh, but I I'm love okay. that you're from Utah. I'm from Utah. And and you left. And are you happy you left? I'm thrilled. And I was just in Utah uh, like a month or two ago just to drive around and look at how pretty things are. Oh, so it was kind of a nature trip. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, we like, you know, stayed at a hotel for a few days. But really, it was about just driving around and looking at how gorgeous everything is. Right. And I talked to a lot of— well, I talked both to people who were like— really in love with their Mormonhood, if that's the mm-hmm. word, and people who were so happy to have escaped their Mormonhood. Right. And I um, I loved talking to people who trashed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you guess what, what uh, camp I fall in as a homosexual? <laughs> you love it. I'm, I'm out it there cheering it you. off. <laughs> I was treated so well. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I mean, I definitely do have family still within the Mormon church, and they're all lovely. But as an organization, uh uh-uh. No, no. Uh, Not for me. Uh, I once talked to a very Christian person who was like, Moana, I love you, but, uh, you know, and I do believe the Jews, which I am. The Jews are a chosen people, but you're going to burn in hell. <laughs> oh, no. How do you say we that to keep another being person? Friends. I'm fine being friends with you, but just so you know, this is your fate. We've only got like 50 years max, so then you will be on fire max. with Satan. Yeah. <laughs> That's I such mean, a, yeah, that to me is like, uh, when it crosses over into social categories, just keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Keep it to yourself. Uh, but you were in Utah. Yes. It's very pretty. Ugh, it's what stunning. part of Utah were you in? Just over the Arizona border. Oh, southern Utah. Then. Yes. So we flew into Phoenix and then okay. drove. Okay. Rented a car and just okay. drove. Okay. And was this like a long time coming? You'd always wanted to go to Utah. Or was like we got nothing to do. Well, I had a baby. Okay. And Congrats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <sucks>. things are <laughs> very uncomfortable now. <laughs> no. No, it was it's awesome. I love having a baby. Um it is the hardest thing I've ever done, but it is also so cool. But my husband and I just needed like a trip where we can go see something beautiful for like two days, three right. days. So we're not right. away for too long. We don't want to travel too far. Um we don't want to be in like tight places. Mm-hmm. Um but he went to college in Arizona, so he has oh, a lot of experience with it. And it was just right. fun to just, like, let him drive. He's really good at, like, uh, maps. Oh. He's really— Like, he's, he's using paper maps? No, no, no. It, like, in his head. Like, he's oh. great at geography. Like, he just knows where things are. We'll go to a place we've never been to before, and he just gets the lay of the land, which is wonderful because I will walk into oncoming traffic. <laughs> that is absolutely— <laughs> I have no idea where I am at any point. Same. I'm completely lost. I've been living in the city for over a decade, so barely any idea of where Same. I'm going. So when somebody has that skill— you Deeply partner jealous. up with that yeah. person. Grab on and don't let go. Yeah, that's the person I'm just going literally link elbows with and follow <laughs> all over time. So did you? You did not take baby with you. No. Okay. Which was a great probably choice. a good idea. Yeah, for a weekend it's lovely. Right, right. And were you? Did you go to Zion? 
No. Did you? We went to Horseshoe Bend. Ooh, Horseshoe Bend. I've heard of this, but I can't picture it. I can't remember names of things. I was so high. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. I just have, uh, I just didn't uh, catalog the names. I just let him drive me places and then go, ooh, yeah, (laughs) this, wow, earth. But along the way, you were meeting people who were Mormon? Yeah, like I got a pedicure. Oh, what an interesting vacation you've taken. I needed it. Mm-hmm. There are things you just can't do with a small kid that you just or just don't right. allow yourself to right, do. Right, right. And I needed some self-care. So I did get a pedicure and a massage. And the pedicure was by a woman who was so happy to leave the church. Oh, sure. And that was fun uh, because she didn't want to get married when she was very young. That was just right. her first, her first. <laughs> How dare uh, she? Yeah, check mark. Her, she was just like, I don't like any of these people. I don't <laughs> want to marry them. And then ended up getting knocked up by somebody who was not in the church. Right. And um, so she sees all of the problems with it, but is also still raising her two daughters in the church. What? Oh, now that's very And I that's think honestly, confusing. it's just because of the daycare. <laughs> needs help. They're very helpful people. Yeah. Mormons, if you need to move, uh, if you need help moving boxes, doing yard work, <laughs> child care. Why is that? Is that like... I think it's just kind of a, the service is built in. It's one of the things I do appreciate about the religion, just like helping each other out without like... But then you leave, you come to LA or go out of state and you're like, why aren't my friends just doing things for me? Uh, well, I, I'm always offering, but it's... Are you always offering? I love to help people. Me too, actually. Okay, well, I'm, I'm writing you down on my list. Please. I'm just going to beg you for... Please. I think sometimes I don't offer myself enough because I have this... Well, I have thoughts of like, well, if somebody needs help, they'll ask me. Right, right. Or what if they don't want me to help them and then they can't say no? Like, after this, <laughs> I'm going to see my friend, Jackie Johnson. She's like, she lives like three minutes from here. Right who had a baby, and I'm like, let me come over for an hour and like oh, that's so hold nice your you. baby or do your dishes or something. Because I know what it means to be mm-hmm. postpartum and you need help. You need people to be like, I'm coming over. Right. And is Jackie going to flee to Utah well, while I, you're there with the baby? Yeah, maybe. But I am I am afraid that that there's a part of her that's like, oh, Milana wants to come over and I can't say no. That's- <laughs> <laughs> so now you've become a burden. Yes. Right, right. That, there is a like, fine in line. In every text, there's also a, and no worries. <laughs> I can also just drop something off, you know? <laughs> now she's going to kind of just be floating around her house uncomfortably for an hour. <laughs> While I'm know, holding her baby. Right. Give me back my baby. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Mormons are very helpful. And I think it's kind of also a Midwest thing. I was talking to a friend from the Midwest recently that had that similar feeling of like, I'm happy to just volunteer my services. And most of my friends are like, why am I not getting paid to help you? Which oh. seems interesting. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I like, I mean, selfishly, I, well, first of all, I I like being a good person in someone's eyes. (laughs) Right. You love a little spotlight, a little badge of honor. Yeah. I like being like, oh, Milano was such a sweetie about that. (laughs) I like that being my legacy. And (laughs) and I also feel good leaving Mm -hmm. them and being like, wow, I was such a sweetie about that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a perfectly fine reason. And a little selfishness isn't too bad there. No, it's it balances out. Get the credit for being helpful. Mm -hmm. There are worse things to be (laughs) than a sweetie. So you went to Utah for two to three days. Yeah, it was probably blazing hot. You got your nails done. Yeah. I got a, a massage, but a very bad massage oh, no. 
by a woman who has 10 children. Oh, boy. So that was the other end of the spectrum. Was she talking about the kids during the massage? She talked the whole time. <laughs> oh, no. um, I know her whole life story. She was very proud of having 10 children. She really, like, that was a huge part of her right. identity. And how could it not be? I have That's... one, and I brought it up immediately. <laughs> so I thought that was very impressive, even biologically. Oh, of course. Wa- I don't know that I want to do this one more time. And she wanted to do it nine more. She wanted to do it as many more times as possible as she could. <gasps> Wait, she's still going? I don't think she's of the age to keep going, potentially. Never say never. But she started at like 23. and Right, and now she's 28. <laughs> so I mean, if you have 10 and she's maybe, she's, I don't know. I don't know when menopause happens, but like, right. I don't want to do this math. Can we change the subject? <laughs> I, I brought you here to I have some clear answers on menopause, and I'm very disappointed. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is shameful. If I was paying someone for a massage and they told me about one of their children, I would demand a refund, but nine, <laughs> mo- nine more after that, I would absolutely lose my mind. Yeah. That's unfair. It was rude. Southern, she was rude. <laughs> Southern Utah has... Uh, Not a- so helpful, that Mormon. <laughs> uh, Southern Utah has uh, leans a little bit more in the fundamentalist Mormon direction. Oh, interesting. Where like polygamists and that sort of thing are bubbling up a little bit more. So maybe I wonder if she had anything to do with that. Polygamy actually sounds like not a bad idea. In what way? Um, well, <laughs> I'm thinking about so many things. One is like, I could use help around the house. Sure. It would be great if there were multiple people. Like when when there are many moms and many kids, shit gets done. <laughs> when there's one mom and one kid, it's really hard to hold that kid and do something. <laughs> so for the sake of of crossing things off a list, I say more moms. I vote more moms. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I guess that kind of makes sense. But I feel like also the problems just multiply exponentially when, because the kids aren't getting enough attention. And so they're new playing problems with each are, other. They're socialized. You've got such an ideal version and of what's happening in polygamy. Men. And there are less men That's in this situation. True. I mean, but the one, they're real concentrated men that are hanging around, truly the worst of the worst. Ah. Unless. How do we know that? I mean, documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Good point. Yeah. It's been documented. <laughs> I will say there's a documentary called Polygamy USA, which, and I may have told the story on this podcast before, The long story short, uh, one of my college professors popped up as one of the sister wives in the documentary, wow. Teresa. And I gasped. I was watching it alone late at night. And suddenly there's my math professor, uh, one of several wives. Forgive me if this is common knowledge. What college did you go to? I went to University of Utah. Uh-huh. And so I had this professor, Teresa, who was a little odd, just had some mannerisms that weren't quite of a modern society, but no, not that many alarm bells went off. But I did like, I was like, something's going on here. And she always talked about her living situation rather than oh, like- her home. Or her home or her spouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, years went on. That's this- funny. It's like a reverse kind of gaydar <laughs> <laughs> where you just know someone's trapped. <laughs> you talk like a trapped person. Just the fact that they're all their teeth are always clenched. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then the, the Polygamy USA came out. Here's Teresa. I'm like, uh, everything's been solved. Wow. All of my answers. Maybe eventually Teresa will listen to this podcast. We bring her on and I get more answers to my questions. But that did seem like a healthy polygamous colony. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, but it was also all on TV. Who knows what was going on beyond, behind well, closed Well, I doors. think if it was unhealthy, they would have showcased that more on TV. That's true. That's why what, not? That's the drama. Yeah, that's reality that, TV, yeah, baby. Right. And that's probably why they only got one season. Mm, too healthy. You're right. I'm getting more answers about Teresa's living situation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, I'm glad you had a decent time. In I had a great time. time. I had a great time. I mean, I think I've also just learned, and this is such a luxurious lesson, don't get, don't travel to get a massage. <laughs> <laughs> don't just if you find one person in your hometown I'll always go to that one person there's one lady that I go to where I live it's in a back room in her house oh she's an older woman okay very strong how many kids two kids okay normal one of them is also a masseuse okay She's offered for the, for him to also massage me with her they do a double hander okay. getting less normal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm now as I'm saying it out loud, I hear how it's less normal. But I was also like, well, I know it's not going to be creepy because like they're not going to be creepy with each. It's not like a couple, like a couple well, massaging you is almost creepier. I don't know. It's, it feels like it'll be purely anatomical massage duo. Is, that could go in any direction. Okay, God, I hope Jan isn't listening to this. Jan, I love you. Please how did you my find her? Was she recommended? Um, yes, yeah, she was recommended by my midwife when I was pregnant. Oh, okay. She was doing like uh, prenatal massages and I just keep going to her because she is so good. And I like that it's not like frou-frou. I like that I can go right. heal something in my back mm-hmm. and then go back home. And, um, but anytime I've like been like, I'm just going to relax on this vacation and get a massage. I'm like, why did I spend that money? <laughs> I should have saved it for Jan. Right. Because you know, a good experience with Jan and massages really can be anything. And how do they even hire a masseuse? Like, do they massage the, <laughs> the manager, boss. the hotel manager? And who knows what their preferences are? <laughs> That's such a good question. What is the like the barrier for entry there? You went to school, probably. Right. But you've got to be able to show proof in some way. Yeah. I wonder if they have like a trial period for you and they see if anybody complains. I did once get a massage. This is, I can't believe I'm talking about this as I'm so unlikable. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I once got a massage at the Ojai Valley Inn, which okay. is the, the best hotel ever. Ooh. Um, and I wasn't staying there. I just got a gift certificate to the hotel. Um, it's, it's true. So <laughs> I went there and I got a massage and this woman massaged my shoulder for like a while, like she really got in there and I started crying because it felt so good and oh. like released something. Oh. Yeah. It's wow, that right? seems intense. And I told her, her name is Fernanda. If you're ever at the Ojai Valley and get a massage with Fernanda. And I was like, Fernanda, I cried when you massaged my like right shoulder. And she was like, I know. I cried with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. she, what, was she, what did she have to cry about? I don't know. We both got to release something in that moment. She was feeling whatever. I, I was feeling so much that she felt it too. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. But oh, I, it was a beautiful moment between two women in pain. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good for her. Just bringing it all to the massage table. Yeah, I, I've, I've located a decent massage in my area and... Uh, I, of course, am apparently allergic to making appointments, so I'll just show up all the time and it never works out that I'm mad. And uh, my last one, I tried showing up. They, of course, wouldn't let me in, so I tried a new one. There was a filthy fish tank in the lobby. I should have known what was happening. And then just a horrible time. So you've got to find your one person, your one location, and just stick just to stick it. stick to it. You're not going to, like, the dentist on vacation or, like, right. trying out new spots right. like that. This is a medical procedure. It absolutely is the <laughs> most. 
medical procedure. So yeah, you've got to be careful with these people. Unless it comes as a recommendation, somebody else wants you in the, the back of their house while you're on vacation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned for you. I'm concerned about Jan. Jan. Jan's the best. Maybe I'll look into Jan. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, look, speaking of things that make us uncomfortable. I'm so sorry already. Uh, things, bad situations. You agreed to be on I Said No Gifts, my podcast. Oh, is that the name of the show? Uh, it certainly is, hmm. Milana. Don't you dare. You agreed to be on this podcast mm-hmm. at some point in the past. Hard to say when. I kind of forgot. Emails I like, said <laughs> I would do it and then I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, and I was so happy. I was so thrilled. I was excited to talk to you. And we were going to do this over Zoom, which fills me with dread. Uh, oh. I'm so tired of talking to people over Zoom. Me and so too. I hate it. It feels awful. I'm so glad we get to sit in your beautiful backyard together. It feels so much better. To, oh, it's so real. We're not waiting for the like split second of delay. Or you know the thing that happens on Zoom, which I hate when you're talking to like, it might happen when you're talking to one person or definitely happens when you're talking to more than one person is that somebody will get muted if someone else is talking so you can't actually like have a flow of conversation. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It makes it so difficult to talk to another human being. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, everybody knows what a nightmare it is, but. It worked out perfectly. I yep. got a haircut six minutes away, and then I came here. <laughs> I, I saw that you got a haircut on Instagram. I was like, who's cutting her hair? Click on it. The person says, no longer taking new clients. But it looks like she does mostly women's hair anyway. She does do mostly women's hair, but okay. there are probably other— You have a great haircut, oh, That's fair. I'm getting a haircut this— Tonight, I haven't. Don't. Uh, you don't think no, I should? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it'll look great when you get the haircut. Now but, I'm but a sign of a good haircut is that it grows out well. That's true. And I like my guy, Sid. Sid's a good egg. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't travel and get a haircut and you got sick. Right, right. I wouldn't mind going out of the country to get a haircut at some point. It's highly happens. recommended. That could ruin a vacation. Yeah, that could ruin three months. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, uh, you were going to do. you. Uh, look, you're trying to distract from the topic at hand, and I understand what's going <sighs> I on. I was going to do it over Zoom. Right. The problem is, or the benefit is, that I forgot that's my wedding anniversary. Oh, thank God. Tomorrow is my wedding anniversary, and I was like, this would be an awkward gap in the day <laughs> of our beautiful romantic day to be like, hold, I have a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> that I could have scheduled on another day, but forgot <laughs> that we got married on this day years ago. So um, when I rescheduled, then I was like, oh, wait, I then have to go for my haircut to somewhere and I won't get there. In t-. But then it was in person and it's so perfect because it's six minutes away. <laughs> this is music to my ears. <sighs> you have no idea how happy I was with this last minute change. I mean, I did think maybe she's just playing some sort of mind game and it's to distract from something else she might do on the podcast, which is bring a gift. Well, I like to disrupt some shit. <laughs> You're a disruptor. Yeah, I like to fuck up a good podcast. <laughs> I'm a rule breaker. Uh, well, That's then, what people say about me. Have you ever worked with Milana? How is she on set? She's a rule breaker. <laughs> Everyone hates her. She hasn't been asked back. <laughs> Hasn't worked in years because of all of those (laughs) rules she breaks. She does not see why uh, that she's sabotaging anything. Well, you're not going to be asked back on this podcast as far as I'm concerned because you marched into my backyard with a, let's just say it, what's clearly a gift for me. How do you know it's for you? (laughs) Because I like (laughs) to make assumptions. And as I've talked about, I you know, with the leaving the keys in the door and everything, Mm -hmm. I kind of have a 
got a mind for these things. For the I, criminal community. Yes. Of which and I am a member. Kind of revealed yourself. Obviously. President and queen. <laughs> uh, well, we've got this brown bag. Uh, it's uh, basically like a brown bag, and then there's an item clearly sticking out of it. It's obvious what it is. <laughs> a baguette is sticking out of the bag. And I'm sorry about it. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Should we get into what's happening here? Sure. Should I open? Should I pull the bag? Oh, there's more in there's here. There's a few. Of them. I didn't just bring you a loaf of bread. Well, you could have done that. I guess Harvey brought you a steak. <laughs> People bring all that steak is being used back there. Oh, I had good. a plant I'm falling glad. over and I stuck it in the dirt and said, "I hope this is used." Maybe uh, I mean this uh, baguette looks gorgeous. It and is beautiful. It is from a place in your neighborhood. I love this called place. Do you want to say it? Cookbook. Cookbook. Uh, is it a grocery store? It's a market. It's a. You know, I have mixed feelings about it. Oh, I, okay. Well, I mean, well, I, have, I haven't eaten anything from there, so okay. we'll see. Let's but see. it feels like they oh. put a, like a small, expensive market in the place where there used to be a small, affordable <laughs> Something market. Something that people could afford. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's yeah. uh, it's uh, everything there is incredible. Everything tastes wonderful. It's oh, beautiful. Good. It's kind of comfortable, but obviously is like when people are talking about gentrification. It is the epitome of it. We're really at the forefront with cookbook. Uh, I will say I went in w- once and I get cookies there all the time. Ugh, I went in and so good cookies. I went in and asked for a cookie and was getting ready to pay for it and they just gave it to me. Aww. Which felt so old fashioned. Yeah, that's a nice neighborly act. Uh, I mean that lifted I, I I was happy for a week after. Because of your haircut, it was probably I probably had just gotten a haircut. That's they what thought it is. this guy needs a cookie. <laughs> Quick, help him! <laughs> uh, but yes, I uh, <laughs> I meant it in a nice way. I meant, oh my god, look at that fly ass haircut! Quick, give that man a treat. <laughs> my head had just been shaved bald. <laughs> I looked sick, and people uh, thought I needed a cookie. No, I got a delicious cookie for free. So that to me, will make me a customer for life. Yes. I mean, yes. all things considered, I'm probably never going to buy anything there that's not a cookie. Well, maybe now, now you'll try this and see. Things. They did allow dogs in, which I thought was cool. And, oh, I hope the like the food department now shuts it down. <laughs> food department, if you're listening, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but they had like a beautiful cattle dog. A woman came in with a beautiful cattle dog. And I have a cattle dog, so I'm attracted to them. And I went over to her and I said the thing that like I say when I'm holding my son, which is like, is your dog friendly? Can I say hi? Honestly, I got to cut that shit out. I have to stop doing that. That is... What, asking if a dog is friendly? And can I pet it? Can I say hi to your dog? Listen, the thing that that was very clear to me today is that dog is not interested in me. (laughs) Yes, it is. No, it's not. That dog did not care about me. That dog, cattle dog specifically, and I should have known this because my dog is the same way, does not care about anybody but its person. Is that true? Yes. They pick a person, that's their person. Maybe not Maybe not all cattle dogs, but that dog looked a lot like mine, and that's how mine would behave. But this is cattle dog in the city. 
Cattle Dog in the City. It's, it's, got it's a, a children's book. Right? <laughs> it's got to be interested in other people. It's not chasing sheep or anything. I mean, it was very nice. Cattle, it was wearing yeah. a red bandana, which I am going to now put on my dog. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Everyone should have at least one band- that dog bandana influenced. for a dog. There's a dog fluencer. Do you not own any bandanas for a dog? Um, I, you know, my friend Stevie Nelson used to make bandanas for dogs, and she gave me one, oh, like, early pandemic, but I don't know that I— st- Still have it. I don't know. Oh so the answer is no. My dog does not have a bandana at the moment. We've got to get some for your dog. Quick. It makes a dog look incredible. I know. So sporty and fun. Does your dog have bandanas? I do have some bandanas, <gasps> but I'm always scared when I tie them around her neck that it's going to get caught on something. I think I have a phobia of things getting caught on things. I don't mm. wear metal rings because I went mm. to, someone with, to uh, high school with someone whose finger got ripped off by a uh, ring getting caught on something. Fuck. Little, yeah, nightmare situation. Cool uh, visual. <laughs> so uh, that, that sort of thing scares me. So when I put it on her, it's got to be like, this is just temporary for you to look cute for a few minutes. Yeah, and, I'll and take it's it made off of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so you th- just with cattle dogs, you're saying you shouldn't approach them? I think I got to cut it out with all dogs. I think I come on too strong. The dog doesn't care. I think when I'm with my son, mm-hmm. it's fine because I'm like, I want to, I want to introduce you to the world. I want to walk around and touch all the flowers and meet all the puppies. And he's he gets such a kick out of it. But it's not worth it for me. It's like the dog's mom was like, Yeah, you get to out of the dog. What? Okay, that so she's in the wrong. <laughs> that person, you do not bring your dog in public unless you want to be excited about other people being excited about right, it. Right. Right. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe she's a bitch. Yeah. Uh, th- that person is <laughs> not nice. That's not a nice person. He's that's what I should have said. Lot- I shouldn't have called a woman a bitch. I take it back. She was just not nice. <laughs> I just, uh, for the record, I did not repeat. I, <laughs> I mean, I definitely think this person should be run over or something. Uh, yeah. Jailed. Jailed at the very least. <laughs> uh, but that to me, when some when I'm excited about another person's pet and they're like, they act like I'm annoying. I'm like, you've brought this into a grocery store a or whatever. Tiny grocery store. I'm gonna bump into this yes. dog. Am I supposed to pretend it's not adorable? <laughs> right. That that sort of person is. Uh, I don't want anything to do with them. Yeah, she's the problem, yeah, not she's me. Hundred percent the problem. <laughs> you. Are, I mean, in this situation. I'm absolving you. Uh, I hope that whatever authority takes her dog away from her, I hope she loses everything. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just going to say, I hope she leaves the keys in the, the <laughs> lock and her home is taken by thieves, bandits. Well, as the president queen of the crime community, <laughs> I will see it so. Send your minions to take <laughs> care of this person because that, to me, is unacceptable. But okay, so you were at the uh, cookbook grocery store. and uh, There's so something I've, else in here too, actually. Oh, there's more in here. I mean, okay, so what I've taken out so far is some uh, what I assume is prosciutto. Yeah, well, I've written it on there. Yeah, it says pros. Yeah, well, there's these are, these are cons. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Those are, that is prosciutto. And then this I also wrote on there. I just did what a nice Jewish girl would do and I came over with some pork. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, Yeah, because this is salami... Several types of salami. Different kinds of salami. And something called a salando grande. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Me neither. Did I pronounce it correctly? I think so. Salando I wrote it grande. phonetically. I don't know if any of those are spelled right. Salando grande sounds like a sexy man. Mm, I feel like salando that's somebody from a grande. novel Come on or in. something. <laughs> yes. So uh, what should I be doing with this? Making a sandwich, ripping bread, eating meat? I think you could rip off a piece of bread and make yourself a little sandwich if that you want it. That sounds wonderful to me. Yeah. Is this something you do for yourself? I love a cheese board or a meat board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about the explosion of the charcuterie meat board? Couldn't be more into it. 
<laughs> you were shaking your head in such a no way. Uh, no, it was just, I was just like verklempt for a second. I was like, <laughs> oh, mm, yes. I, it's a great dinner for me. I would like, I am happy to have a cheese board for dinner. <laughs> I love a cheese board as a like, oh, it's just in a room. Yeah. <laughs> what am I oh, describing here? Yes. A trap? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you know, like you show up a and you're like- A small escape room with just a cheese board and bat, you got to eat your way out. <laughs> you are uh, not leaving this room until all that brie is gone. But as a full meal, that I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I mean, it's basically a sandwich. Right. But it's the same thing with me with like tapas or uh, small plates or whatever. I'm never quite sure how much I'm supposed to eat. As much as you possibly can. <laughs> But that's my problem. I'm like a dog. If there's food in front of me, I will eat until I, like I'm sick. So I need somebody to be like, this is your plate of food. This is all you get. And, uh, and then there will be no more. A few months ago, I went to the wedding of some of my very favorite people. And they're very smart because they're my favorite. And they had a table that was just uh, an all-you-can-eat charcuterie section. Oh. It was a part of their wedding that was, con they had a cheese and meat person oh. whose whole job was just continue to refill the cheese, meat, and honeycomb clutch. Uh, wait, you're, is this when you're actually eating the honeycomb? I think you can, which is, I love honeycomb. I don't know why it's so expensive. I rarely right. have it because I don't know why, but the, I love honey on a cheese plate. I think it's mandatory. There needs to be something sweet. Right. So and, and that, is why you should vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, for crime I'm, organization I'm or what? I'm running as charcuterie king. <laughs> I wow, believe there should be something sweet on every cheese and meat board. Right, and so you think, but mostly honeycomb. I love a honeycomb. It's such a lovely... It's also just like, I love that it's a reminder of where the honey came from. I love that it's like, and this is a little bit of the bee's home. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of scares me. It, I, it makes me feel, it reminds me of insects. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm always a little uncertain about what to even do with it. I don't actually know either. I just chew on it and then I guess you are left with wax and then you don't eat that part. So there's I part don't know. Of it I could be wrong. There's part of it that is edible and then part of it that just becomes wax in your mouth. I think so. Fascinating. And then you're spitting it into a napkin. Or, or just at a friend, I guess. <laughs> At the bride in this situation. <laughs> As is custom, yes. <laughs> um, so you do love one of these boards. I, I love them too. I, I feel like some people have taken it a little far. You'll see like some Instagram influencer just like dumping candy on a board and calling it charcuterie. Have you seen How this? How dare they? It's really crazy. Candy? Yes. I mean, I demanded something sweet, but it needs to be of the earth. <laughs> no, you'll, you will... Uh, I don't know how I get into these things. Probably because I follow some insane people. Yeah, uh, obviously. Just for my own entertainment. But you'll see one of these boards. They they start with a board and then they're just dumping Halloween candy all over it. And it's like, this is just literally a board covered in candy now. Although now that I'm thinking about it, I bet candy corn and cheese. <laughs> and cheese? <laughs> would make a really delicious little bite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I despise candy corn, but what you were describing earlier with the honeycomb, I mean, it sounds like texturally and flavor-wise might be close. Yeah, honey or jam on right. cheese and cracker. Oh, Mwah. jam on a breakfast sandwich. Have you ever had that? I mean, that's like what turkey and cranberry sauce is. Oh, right. That's like the benefit. Right. There should be more fruits and salad in sandwiches. Although I, I will say you, some cranberry can be disgusting. You've got to get a good sauce. 
I used to work at a place where we made a good cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah? Will not be named on the podcast. Copy? They accused me of burglarizing it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but they made a very good cranberry sauce. Can you back up a second? You worked at a place that accused you <laughs> of being a thief? Uh, I, I worked at a bakery in, I don't know, the late aughts. And uh, maybe mid-aughts, time is nothing. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I worked there. I was the night shift manager. Mm, and already a sketchy shift. I know, the sketchiest shift of all. I guess graveyard is probably the sketchiest. Okay. Uh, but they didn't have a graveyard shift. Uh, I worked as the night shift manager, was an A-plus employee. I was so good about everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, quit, didn't get another job, returned to the job in a smaller position. Two or three weeks later, the place was burglarized. Now, when we talk about burglary, that is when you're breaking in with a mask on and stealing things without a weapon. It doesn't matter. Wow. Basically, No, that matters. That matters. Yeah, I guess armed robbery is the other option. Got it. So this was, as far as I know, not an armed robbery. Some money was stolen. And then suddenly I'm getting called by the city police to go down to the station and be interrogated. I've been <gasps> in an interrogation room. It was just a good cop scenario. It wasn't like they didn't uh, send in the bad guy after me or anything. Uh huh. What what kind of question? Why do you? How do you know they weren't just you know trying to get some information and not? What was? What they made were asking it an interrogation? For they were asking for alibi. Holy yes. shit! Yeah, and and I will say this cop was truly terrible because they said, <laughs> "Where were you?" Let's say the robbery happened on Tuesday night. They said, "Where were you Wednesday night?" And I told them, and I was like. Just for your information, I can tell you where I was the night of the robbery as well, Tuesday. <laughs> and so then the cop was, I think that was probably the the clinch for them where it's like, well, this person's willing to volunteer all kinds of information, including correcting the case, getting the case back on track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that <laughs> Including doing my job, so. <laughs> uh, that was not enough for my employer. They kind of slowly took me off the schedule and mm. I never... I think I never returned. I may have gone back for a third job. I'm My job history is out of control. What a weak way to fire somebody. They just like kind of soft ghosted you. Right. Just confront me. Or just fire me. Right. Just <laughs> let, yeah, don't slowly take my hours off. We all know what's happening. Also, I just can't imagine you putting on a mask and breaking <laughs> in. I think if it was like, if they accused you of like, you know, siphoning some money from the register. I could see you doing that. No offense. I appreciate it. I (laughs) I like that I have that much of an edge. Yeah, you got just enough (laughs) of an edge. Your hair's just grown out enough that I'm like, can't trust this guy. (laughs) It could be dangerous. But but putting on a mask and breaking in, (laughs) no way. Too sweet. I will say, if I were going to do that, my sense of guilt and uh, being uh, fear of being caught would drive me to put a mask on. I wouldn't go in barefaced, certainly, no. especially with red hair. No, uh, you'd be caught. You'd be caught immediately. I would be caught before the door was closed, opened, pick lock, lock picked, whatever you do when you're a burglar. So now I'm revealing that I probably shouldn't try to burglarize a place. I- <laughs> no, I think you're revealing that you couldn't have because you don't know how. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was accused of that. And uh, have you ever been accused of a crime? Not that I could. Have you ever committed of- a crime? I mean, I've done some petty thefts. <laughs> <laughs> when I was really young, like, must have been, like, maybe kindergarten, first grade, okay. maybe second grade at the oldest, I stole some chapstick from okay. the supermarket. <laughs> I was with my grandfather at the grocery store, and he must have seen me do it, or maybe he saw it when we got home or mm-hmm. something. 
But I, I will say that my um, my family were from Uzbekistan. There's like some old, there's some, um, you know, oh, uh, ways of parenting that are not congruent with how I would like to raise my child. <laughs> um, and they sat me down. My grandfather and my mom sat me down and they go, so we know about the chapstick. And I go, what? How, how did you find out? Well, the police called us. <laughs> oh, no. And they're coming. Oh, this is cruel. <laughs> and they just basically had me cry and apologize. And they're like, you <laughs> promise to never do that again? I'm like, absolutely. Don't send me to jail. They're like, okay, <laughs> we'll call off the police. What? I was up to you this whole time. It was that. It was that. It was like such... It was a lie to teach me to not lie. Did you ever? It was a big part of my upbringing, actually. <laughs> Did you ever steal again? Um. Yes. Oh. Okay. So totally ineffective and gave you a warped but like, system. But again, it was always like just like stupid little skincare products or okay, stupid right. stupid girl things. Right. But I support that. Why? I support that. I feel like I've talked to uh, a friend who she's like, you know, there's like basically the tax on women, which is all this shit oh, we have to buy true. to just be alive. Yeah. Uh, so why not steal it? And I'm full support. Yes, but it's not the brand's fault that there's a tax on it. I but still they, feel I bad about it. Thanks for your, thank you for offering me redemption, but I, <laughs> I smack it out of the way. I do not want it. I still feel guilt about it and I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I will say uh, my sister has two young daughters and uh, Only since, two? Uh, just two. Just two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they have, well, the older one has kind of, the uh, shoplifting in the family has obviously gone through the roof since <laughs> she probably turned four or five because they'll get out of the store. It'll have been a nightmare grocery trip and suddenly there's like, where did this come from? Yeah. And it's like, well, the, my niece grabbed it and uh, yeah. there's no returning to the store at that point with a harried, exhausted Yeah, mom. that's the other thing too is I think my parents could have my mom and my grandfather could have made it a lesson of like going back to the store right and returning the thing and then actually like making icon I mean you know what they didn't do that and I still learned my lesson over time <laughs> that's actually the biggest relief in parenting for me as I am like putting so much pressure on myself to do this right is remembering how much my parents did wrong and how right. awesome I turned out right I mean and you see I mean truly awful people raising children and the kids turn out okay yeah Children are pretty resilient and are able and to— And people, will, I think, will just kind of be who they are. Right, because then you see incredible people try to raise a child and the child ends up a menace. Yes. So it's—I <laughs> mean, and this is why I simply won't have children because I can't roll that die. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a big die to roll. That's why I think I'm going to stop at one. <laughs> right, just take care I of this one, one and see what happens. I, I'm and, done. Uh, or have 10 and then increase your odds of some of them being okay. That's true. Or drastically decrease, actually, because you and, can't pay attention and to And just them. totally lose my whole sense of being. <laughs> just become a shell of a person. So I have uh, these various meats, bread. Uh, There's one other thing in there. And let me reach back into the bag here. Let's see. Oh, what? Is, wait, what? I don't understand what this is. Well, you're going to have to <gasps> open it a little bit. It's from our wedding. It was like a little gift we handed out. Our, we had a tiny little wedding in our backyard. What? Uh, you... Did you get married? I think during pandemic. Yes. Okay, right, right. And um, and so it was like literally 14 people oh, wow. in our backyard, all spaced out. We had like a hugging wall, like a plastic little, it was very sad. Oh, boy. I think in retrospect, even knowing what I know now, 
I would have just let people be maskless and hugged each other and rolled the right, dice. Right, of course, because outdoor transmission doesn't yeah, really Yeah, and I would have hugged kind of my mom. like was like, Mom, you can't hug me on my way. And she's like, I'm going to hug you anyway. <laughs> and, um, well, you know, we just have like all of these very sad group photos and masks. <laughs> oh. It's so sad. But it was outdoors. And so I, and it was in August. And it was, it's, it was tomorrow is our anniversary. Right, so right. I, um, I wanted to bring this as proof that that's when I got married. It's a little fan. A, should I take it out and please, fan myself? Please, I think you should. Let's see here. The crinkling on the mic, I think it's Ooh, good it's sound effect. People love a crinkle. People love a crinkle. ASMR. Look at this. I'm going to unfold this. John Bradley, our wonderful engineer for the day. Uh, would you mind just recording me, film me, fanning myself in this terrible heat? Just for posterity, we might. Oh, that feels incredible. I, I should have taken this out first. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, I should offer this to a guest when we're doing this in the backyard. Oh, that's nice. Am I doing this correctly? Yeah, I don't know. Does it feel good? Then yes. It feels incredible. Then I yes. love it. I'm having a wonderful time. Now we've got a little footage for, but I'm going to keep fanning my, do you want to fan yourself? No, it's thanks so for the hot. offer. It's... I'm good. <laughs> So every member of your wedding party had one of these? Yeah, I just got a, a bunch made on Etsy. It feels terrific. Thanks. Why should, I'm going to put this in my bag. Good. I honestly, that was part of the thing that I, when I thought about what to not bring you. Right, right, right. Of course. Say, as... um, I just wanted it to be something that is not going to just take up space in your life. Oh, God bless you. I mean... Look, I've received a lot of gifts and mm-hmm, of got some items uh, that are simply just occupying space in my home and I have no idea what to do with them. Yeah, I'd like for there to just be not another plastic thing. Yeah, everything here will, this food will be eaten. Thank God. And then I'll have something to keep me cool in case the car breaks down and I'm on the yes. side of the road or that kind of thing. I will say this band is beautiful. It's like Thanks. hand carved yeah, it's, it's or something. La- it's laser cut. Laser cut. Yeah. No. If someone did this with hands, they uh, might be out of they their mind. They would have mind. no more hands. Yeah. This they would do one and then die. Um, laser <laughs> cut. How did you? Did you just Google homemade? I, I do fans a lot of stuff on Etsy. I like a custom thing. Right. Right. Have you bought any <laughs> fun custom things? Um. Yeah. For Valentine's Day, I got my husband like a cup with like my son's name on it oh, cute. and a and on the other side is my it's like a little travel mug so like he, you know we're trying to cut down on our waist so when right. he goes to the coffee shop he has to present this kind of embarrassing he takes cup. the mug with him that's the goal <laughs> um i just you know just and, and also it just like claims him as mine wherever he goes <laughs> right he'll so never that's escape. nice yeah he'll never get out and yeah, I got my son a crown for his birthday oh, that said his name nice. on it. That was very cute and made him look like the little prince. <laughs> Everything that I can get customized, I would customize. Right. I need to get into that game. That sounds like a fun time. It's a, it makes for a better gift. Oh, of course. The ultimate gift. The name on it. Somebody gave me a robe with my name on it. I feel great wandering around I the house. I almost got you a robe. Oh, you're kidding. It's a great gift. I, at the hair salon that I was at six minutes away, <laughs> <laughs> they had these amazing robes and I got one for myself and for my mom. Is it a, like a, what types of robes are we talking about? A night robe, a bath robe? A... Uh, I think it's a, it's a day robe. Day robe. It's a very light, airy, oh, like good oh, summer throw on robe. Okay. It's, it's very thin and it's dyed in this beautiful way that makes it look like marble. It's called ice dyeing. I've asked Ooh. too many questions about this robe. I'm like, how did you get it this way? <laughs> uh, but yes, look it up. Ice dyeing. Okay. I've, I've heard about ice 
Wait, is that when like the actually I have not heard about it. I don't I think maybe I've heard about it where the ice melts and slowly dyes it. Yes, where you like put like a powder color okay. on something and then the ice melts and it like creates almost like a marble psychedelic oh, pattern. Oh, that sounds lovely. It's so beautiful. it's like a new form of tie-dye. The woman who made the robes was there. And she told me that she learned about it in summer camp. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of the few skills that you can take from summer camp and turn into a business. Yeah. Like this basket well, weaving. Or uh, friendship bracelets, but that doesn't feel like. Baskets are all the rage. Maker. Yeah. Baskets are? Baskets are so expensive. Are they back in? I think they've been in. I love a basket. My house is covered in them. <laughs> <laughs> I adore a basket, but I didn't know that they were kind of the rage. I just think they're... I mean, they're ridiculously expensive. You go to the container store and I'm constantly like, (laughs) how for this? (laughs) Yeah, you would think at at least at the container store they would have a reasonable basket. No! The container store is the most (laughs) overpriced of stores that carry containing (laughs) things. What are you putting in your baskets? Everything. Uh, everything. Everything. Everything I have. Um, (laughs) I have baskets for like blankets by the couch. Oh, that's a good Um, basket. We have like a little... I've got a lot of like open shelving in my house. Okay. So I have like baskets where I just hide things. You know? Right. Where it doesn't look like trash. Yeah. 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 Right. Papers. I recently like have a section now by the entry of my home where I just put the garbage from the packages I open. Oh, right. Right. Because the garbage just stays in the entryway or the right. package just stays in the entryway. So there's like a basket for package just, garbage. Right. Baskets. Trying to be less of a slob. <laughs> it's very hard. It's very difficult. You need to create a system and then you need to uphold that system. Right. I can only do the first. If you let go for a second, good luck. Slob. Good luck ever returning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just was manically opening mail before you came and I'm like, I left half of it unopened. I'm like, that's going to create a problem in my life if I don't I'm act quickly. I'm imagining the, the Chris Kattan character, <laughs> Mango, eating the apple. <laughs> I'm imagining you opening mail. That's essentially what was happening. <laughs> and I, it did not work. But uh, baskets, food, bread. I'm looking at it all. I'm thinking about picnics. Do you want to eat any of it? Or is that no, weird to do on camera? I'm not going to eat in front of you. Okay. Do you want to eat? No. Okay, I'll eat it later then. I don't want to give people that auditory experience. Right. I mean, I feel like I maybe I should try a little... I'm going to take the mic away. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try some of this oh salami. Oh my God, I'm sure it's this so prosciutto. good. That's prosciutto, Do you yeah. want some? Do John, do you want some? I'll try a little prosciutto. Yeah, let's, this won't There's be There's only like a crunching. few pieces in each. That, okay, then let's each have some. Okay. Oh my God, I'm dropping it. I think there actually are like three pieces of each of the different kinds well, of pork. <laughs> Yay. I'm holding the mic pretty far away and quietly chewing. <laughs> but that's, uh, I'm eating some sort of salami. And it's phenomenal. I mean, what if it was disgusting? (laughs) I was just gagging here. (laughs) Have you ever been to a Russian deli? No. So at Russian delis, they have, I mean, honestly, life hack for anyone who loves a charcuterie board. Fine Russian delis or Armenian delis. They're all over Los Feliz and West Hollywood. Right. And get your salamis from there. It's so much cheaper and it's delicious. It's all the same stuff that you would get at this gentrified deli right. shop. Right. And those delis really know what they're talking about. Yeah, That's they've what been they've been doing, doing for longer. years. Right. I mean, years, like it's been. I grew, up, I grew up having all of the deli meats at my house and it was right. never like prepackaged. It was always sliced in front of you. I'm going to try this prosciutto and then we're going to. Uh, You will not hear me chew. The prosciutto is yummy. Oh, that is a beautiful 
a piece of meat. <laughs> wow. That's, He's talking I mean, about the prosciutto. We're talking, I mean, this place is very good. Look, mm-hmm. it's got its downfalls, but they make a good grocery. They have beautiful flowers too, which they I'm always do. tempted to buy. And I hear they're like brought in from the farm and that makes me a little happy. It's kind of like a small overpriced farmer's market. Exactly. It's a real concentrated farmer's market situation. Yeah. So when you feel like splurging on groceries, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's still or- pretty bad, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will say cookbook, I'm on your side because of the free cookie. Uh, I will never betray you. Um, John, mm. how do you feel about it? You're Two thumbs up. It, it's delicious. That's the only word. <laughs> We're having a terrific little picnic here. Oily and spicy. I know. Yum. Salami is something that I love so much that I'll eat it to the point that I feel that I hate it. Does that make any sense? Where I'm like, oh, what am I doing? This is gross. Yeah. But uh, up until that point, I'm going crazy. I have that with caramel, actually. Oh, really? I used to be really into the uh, caramel sundaes at McDonald's. <laughs> and now, and I've had so many now that the thought of it makes me nauseous. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I, I've, I'll go through periods where I eat something to point of destruction for it, the enjoyment. But salami is— I think is... we have the same disease. <laughs> Just not having self-control? Yeah. Um, well, I think we should play a game now. We're going to play a game called Gift Master. I need a number between 1 and 10 from you. Six. Okay, I have to do some light calculating. You can promote, recommend, do whatever you want for a minute. You've got the microphone. I'm just going to eat salami loudly into the microphone. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll act quickly. Um, I have a movie coming out uh, very soon, I think in September, early September. It's called Out of Office. It was written and directed by Paul Lieberstein. You guys know him as Toby from The Office, but hopefully you know him from a lot of other things. It has an incredible cast. Uh, Leslie Jones, Ken Jeong, Jay Farrow, Emily Pendergast, who is a groundling and is going to be a huge, 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 huge star. Elaine Carroll, um, who's also a longtime friend and is also brilliant. You should follow her on TikTok because her things are hilarious. Anyway, it's going to be on Comedy Central and... uh, Maybe also some other streaming thing. I actually am bad at this. I don't have all the information. I should have looked it up. Are you ready? I'm fully ready. Thank and that was great. God. Basically, you gave them the title of the movie. Out of office. And so they can now type Paul that Lieberstein. into... Paul Lieberstein. They type that into Google. I'm melting. That was the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> it was perfect. I hated it. And now people can go watch the movie by either screaming it into their Apple TV <laughs> or whatever, and, and the computer will find it for them. Oh, good. Them. Nobody it's knows not where. out yet. Soon, soon. No one ever... Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, type those things into Google or however you find things and you'll find it. You get it. This is how Gift Master works. I'm going to oh, name shit. three gifts, three things you can give away, and I'm going to name three celebrities. You're going to tell me which person you'll give which gift and why. Oh, Does that fun. make sense? Yeah, I love this game. Okay. This was an audience suggestion? Uh, none of these are audience suggestions. Oh, okay. This is, enti- uh, for better or worse, entirely me. Just typing random things into a Google Doc, and then... Uh, and then I pick a number, you, and here we are. Yeah, here we are. So here, this is, uh, these are the three gifts you're going to be giving away. Number one, this is a huge gift, actually. Whoa. An NFL franchise. So the, you'll be giving, basically, a football team, a billion-dollar organization... Do, does a single team make billions of dollars? It's hard to That's tell. A single team is a franchise? Yes. Got it. Yes. Uh, and I am, you know, sports expert. Same. Uh, number two is a stolen piece of art, which is exciting. Ooh, and uh, dangerous. Yes. And then finally, a vape pen. 
So that's a smaller gift. Okay, but NFL team stolen art vape pen. Yes, and then you'll be giving them to these people. Number one is Terrence Howard, who's kind of a an interesting celebrity. Uh, has got his own brand of math. And then recently was making some big claims about uh, saving the world with hydrogen, I believe. He's kind of someone who talks a lot about science in a way that if you didn't know anything at all, you might think that guy knows what he's doing. But you're familiar, (laughs) right? I'm going to need you to pull up a picture. Terrence Howard, uh, let's see. He was an empire. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's beautiful. Is Terrence Howard beautiful? I feel like Am I thinking of a different person? Yeah, Terrence Howard's kind of a— I've never— He's always kind of looked like a dirtbag to me. Uh, yeah, I think he's gorgeous. Okay, well, I mean, okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I maybe I know too much. But he talks about science. That's his thing. Now? He, I mean, he had this kind of famous interview where he's like, "I've created a new type of math." That's just like anyone could be like, "No, you didn't. That's wrong." Okay. <laughs> and now, more recently, he's dragged some country into like he had this big news conference where he's like. I'm going to save everyone. I thought of a new way to restructure hydrogen or something. It's like, again, people who know what they're talking about were like, no, wow. you didn't. That's You were just out of your mind. It would be really fun to be a follower of him. Like, it would be really oh, fun to be on board. Nice to just to be believe. Like, oh, yeah. To just be like, this guy figured it out. He has all the answers. I am, what's it, What's the expression? Uh, tacking my car onto his, uh, what's the expression? Attaching my wagon to his... Star? Horn? My, is that how it goes? John, do you have any idea? Caboose? John's shaking his head. No. I am caboosing to his train. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, okay, great. So, Terrence Howard. Uh, number two is Sandra Lee. Are you familiar with Sandra Lee? Yes. Semi-homemade with Sandra Lee. She dated Andrew Cuomo at some point, but is mostly known for cooking. And Well, no, oh, she's known for putting a bunch of crap on tables. Never mind. I don't know who Sandra Lee is. <laughs> okay, I'm going to show you another picture. This Sorry. is another fascinating. She had a Food Network show for a long time. She's uh, kind of blonde and uh, I want to say Texan or something. Uh, this is what she looks like. She's okay. no. she's famous for making well, tablescapes, which is essentially which is what we're into, right? Dumping a little bit, dumping decorations all over a table and Are uh, edible decorations. Uh, she'll do edible. She'll do non-edible. Sandra does it all. Uh, no. She seems like a good time. Yeah, I'd I mean, hire ultimately, her. I don't know that much about her. I'd but, date her. Uh, we would all <laughs> date Sandra Lee. Uh, Andrew uh, is missing out. And then finally, uh, so we've got Terrence Howard, Sandra Lee, and finally Suri Cruz. Another person I um, know almost nothing about. I, I think that's probably intentional. Right. From her parents. I would right. want people to know nothing about my children. Kind of a mysterious presence that hopefully is not getting dragged into anything that she doesn't want to get dragged into. Well, I'd give her the vape pen. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad idea, but why? I just want to corrupt that shit. (laughs) I want to get in and do some damage on her beautifully sheltered life. (laughs) I think rock the boat with Tom Cruise. What do I got to do to piss off Tom Cruise? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like very simultaneously very little and as much as possible. (laughs) If you are near him, I feel like anything would make him mad. He seems like he's got a short fuse. Uh, He's so interesting. Fascinating man. So interesting because like we all know that he is a a part of a giant evil machine. Yes. Evil, evil, evil machine. Truly awful. And we love him. You can't say no to him. He wins (laughs) you over every time. Why is he? He's very charismatic and beautiful and a great actor, I guess. But uh, I... 
what is it going to take to cancel that guy? <laughs> he really does. Like, if he were to say no to Scientology, turn his back on it, he probably could run for president of Earth. Everyone loves that person, despite being part of the this awful religion. It's fascinating. Yeah. And I think the times where I've heard him, like— you know, uh, like explode on people mm-hmm. with anger. It was just only about that mask thing, right? Wasn't right. That, Which got, the, the early I pandemic. think I was on his side. I was totally on his side. I don't side. remember exactly what happened, but it was like. I was on his side, except for I was also working on sets at the beginning of the pandemic and I had a lot of empathy for people who had to wear masks for eight hours a day. Right. It doesn't feel good. No. And so when someone takes it off, you're like, okay. And also, we were also afraid of the pandemic. I thought just right. by gathering people, COVID would ignite. Like a, <laughs> we all did. Like, like just smacking rocks together. If there's enough of us here, it will happen. We thought if you thought about grocery shopping, you would get COVID. Yeah. So um, anyway, I, I don't... I, I I am still on Tom Cruise's team, even though somehow I am, think he's a part of something really dangerous and evil. Um, so yeah, I'd fuck up his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> give Sorry the vape pen. Um, and then Terrence, I'd give him the stolen art. <laughs> uh, just because he, he, that guy should get in some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that guy should get in some trouble. Like, give him the thing that's actually, like, gonna mess up. Like, there should be some kind of investigation. Right. He needs somebody looking, the CIA or somebody looking in and being like, you gotta stop tricking people. Or, what do you actually know? Right. What kind of top secret documents, yes, do we need to know to finally figure out math? <laughs> Terrence, please. It's always been such a mystery to us. <laughs> And then um, I'd give the football team to Sandra. She seems, I, I guarantee she can make a dip that uh, the football players would love to eat. You know, she's whipping she, up a dip would, for a crowd. They would, oh my God, does she know how to host an NFL party? Right. That would be the Super Bowl party we would all want to be at. <laughs> right. So that makes per- that truly makes perfect sense to me. And she would like jazz up their costume. <laughs> also, I'm just for giving women more power. <laughs> right, of course. Even if they're not. Great women. Give them all. Give all the women all the things. Just give all women a chance to do whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know of any women who are making up new forms of math yet. Well, if they are, they're just not bragging about it on Twitter. (laughs) There probably are women making mathematical discoveries all the time. And then they just like once in a while, someone will be like, oh, look at this girl who took a picture of a planet. It's like, yeah, she's an incredible mathematician. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who figured out how to capture a wonder. Right. And you're like, yeah, could you believe a chick did that? <laughs> and that could be Sandra Lee with, I'm going to try, I'm going to pull from my memory on NFL team, the Miami Dolphins. Good. John. I, okay, John is giving me a, like a I kind of, he's saying yes. I'm not going to say anything because it could be a baseball team. <laughs> Rams. The uh, St. Louis Rams. Now I'm going to show off. I don't know why I know that, but they're, that's right. They're right? not. They're in L.A. You're kidding. <laughs> they're like, they're literally down the street from you. <laughs> At some point, weren't they the St. Louis Rams? Oh, no. I've totally really fallen on my face. Yep. Sorry. Okay. Well, we have to stop talk, talking about football before please. the huge NFL listener base moves elsewhere. <laughs> uh, could ruin the podcast. I could be driven out of town. Well, you played that beautifully. Oh, thank you. I think I bet Sandra Lee is going to own an NFL franchise at some point. I want that for her. We we all do. This is the final segment of the podcast. It's called 
I said no emails. People are writing in to I said no gifts at gmail.com with, you know, questions, desperate pleas, this kind of thing. They all need information or help from me. And I've got a heart of gold. I'm a helper. As we've discussed already, you like to help for your own benefit, for your own. So I think. And that's the only reason. Yeah. Right. You'll be happy to help me here. Let me read a question. Uh, this says, oh, this is a, I mean, this, they're really buttering us up right from the beginning. It says, dearest, darlingest Bridger and extremely talented yet disrespectful guest. <laughs> Boy, do I have a dilemma for you. My partner Braxton and I are getting married in February and have specified no gifts on the save the date, wedding website, and invitations. They've gone all out for this. In lieu of gifts, we've asked guests to donate to the National Center for Transgender Equality and the Humane Society of the Desert. Parentheses, we are getting married in Palm Springs. Okay, so this Fun. person, they're really letting us know what a great person they oh are and what God. a fancy wedding they're having. The bragging may never end, but uh, let's keep reading. We just found out both of our mothers are positively livid about the no gifts request. Why? Well, we're gonna, we'll have to talk about this and are planning what— what I would call a mini wedding coop, uh, e.g., calling all our friends and loved ones and telling them to bring gifts uh, anyway. Uh, this instead is where, of donations. I know. I mean, I've got some ideas already. This is where you come in. We need your help and advice on a how to stop the coup. <laughs> b make sure people donate to the foundations, which are near and dear to our hearts. And c whether we have to write thank you cards for gifts we explicitly did not want. Hell no. Uh, in parentheses, it says, do you write thank yous for this podcast? And the, no. the answer is absolutely not. Uh, Lauren Lapkus did give me some thank you notes as a gift once, and I sent one That's to her. That's a good one. That was a smart, she was thinking. But uh, otherwise, I'm obviously deeply ungrateful. Uh, thank you in advance for helping save us from a torrent of unnecessary, unwanted gifts. And that's uh, from Quentin. Quentin and his partner Braxton have, okay, so basically, first thought, you want to take care of mom and other mom? Get them canceled. Look at these organizations they're trying to get money. They're trying to divert money away from. Just, you know, drag them through the mud online and destroy the relationship with them. I just want to first empathize with the couple getting married. Um, I've been through something similar with my mother. Okay. Moms love to meddle. I mean, this might be where I get my disdain of rules from, <laughs> as I'm known about town. Um, I, For my son's first birthday, I said no gifts. Okay, sure, sure. And my mother and her friends, <laughs> she, I, I allowed her to invite two friends to my, mother, to my son's birthday party. They came with a small, with a, a child size red... Mercedes oh, no. AMG edition oh, no. car that he can drive. I was on their side until Convertible. Now. <laughs> Not on they, board. I said no gifts and they bought the sparkliest, most annoying, noisiest, oh, no. most plastic, largest gift. That's an awful gift. That makes your son look like such an asshole. Uh, yeah, we live in like a small, cute... Hippie little part of town. I mean, get him a Jeep Wrangler, I yes, guess. like get him a people's car. Yeah, a people's car. He's going to drive a red Mercedes convertible. Like a it's small Honda Accord or something. Would be, would be much more considerate. 
But also the down, the true slap in the face is that he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and this is a huge red flag for you as a mom. You've got to watch out for your son here. That behavior could get worse and Problematic. worse. Problematic, yeah. Yeah, suddenly he's driving those cars around town and everyone hates him. Well, your mom is trying to <laughs> mutate your son. Uh, uh, so this person, first of all, let's... Uh, people should donate to those things. Listeners should go online and find those things and donate as a way to battle against Braxton and Quentin's mom. But Quentin and Braxton, I absolutely support you disinviting the moms from the wedding. Yes. Uh, They've obviously crossed a line. And again, get them canceled. Go online, say, look at what these horrible women are doing. Yes, print up embarrassing photos of your mom. Right. Uh, Blackmail your mothers. (laughs) Right, until things are back in control. I also am confused. Okay, well, let's talk about why we think the moms care about this. They're not gifts for them. Right. They're obsessed with giving gifts. Is it that they're like, no, you guys— you really do need a new blender and you you do need new, you need this stuff. And if you don't get it, then I don't want to come over to your shit house (laughs) full of old garbage things. (laughs) That might, I mean, that there's a possibility if Quentin and Braxton live in a kind of uh, trash heap. Yeah, maybe they just have a very minimalist lifestyle that their parents are like, trust me, there's better shit out there. Right. Or they're just bad people. These two moms are a couple of bad eggs. I think that's also that that in addition to any other theory we come up with, that one is true. That one is a hundred percent true. That's <laughs> the one that's kind of the Terrence Howard's math of moms. Uh, <laughs> these women are out of control and must be stopped. Uh, I don't even know what I mean, there's nothing else. I mean, one small caveat, who's paying for the wedding? That's the big question. Oh, here. interesting. If uh, one, if the parents are involved in any way, you've got to really tread carefully. Maybe you allow them to pay up to the very last minute and then disinvite. This is why I always felt weird about men paying for dinner. It's because then there's like, well, what do I owe you in exchange? And so, Terrifying. And so that's kind of the... Uh, it, well, how about this fun fact? If I knew a date was going well, I would let the guy pay because I trusted that there would be a second date. Well, you've got to be absolutely landing on you and I don't know what to do. Yeah, I think I'm just going to let it be. Wow, you are so unbelievably calm about this. It's really, it really likes it me. heard what you had to say about honeycomb earlier oh, and it's left. Uh, ish. There we go. It's bye, gone bye. off to some other plant. This is the thrill of outdoor recording. You suddenly have a surprise guest. And it's gone on its way. Kind you of handled cool. that so well. I'm really it was proud nice. Of you. I like when the bee kind of sat on me. It was like soft and fuzzy. <laughs> um, so what were we saying? <laughs> what were we, I have no recollection of what we were talking about. That bee was such a distraction. Oh, just, oh, if dating. I knew a date was right. going well, I would let the guy pay. Smart. If Because I knew I would be able to repay him with other meals or... Continued relationship, uh, yeah. etc. Yeah, sure. But if it was going bad, I'm like, no, we're splitting the check and I'm out of here. I owe you nothing. <laughs> and that's exactly how you would say it. Yeah, sometimes I would even just be like, I'm getting the whole thing. Don't, <laughs> just don't worry about it. I, yeah, sure, I'm a crazy feminist. That's why, bye. <laughs> that's a, a hard feeling at the end of a date. Just uh, forget it, I'll pay for this. I've got to get out of here. <laughs> You will never see me again. I would pay any price to never see you again. Yeah. But it's a nice clear sign. I do. I did. I, I think maybe sometimes I was too clear in dating to tell people I didn't want to see them again. <laughs> kind of like the opposite healthy. of the the shop that you worked at that would just like softly, <laughs> slowly ghost you. People need to hear. 
And uh, Quentin and Braxton's moms definitely need to hear. Uh, good, good segue back to the story uh, I was look, about I'm to a, talk about my dating life. Absolute master of ceremonies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, congratulations to them. I mean, the w- wedding is in February, so that's months away. These moms might have other things up their sleeves. I think you just send a letter to all of your guests saying, no, really, we mean it. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> We don't want new things. What we really want is a better earth. But the more you say it, the more people want to give you a gift. There's something in the human brain that just, I feel like, is activated by the no. I listen to people when they say, don't bring me things because (laughs) I don't don't want things. Uh, Right. Yeah, that's true. You don't want... But you kind of do, don't you? Oh, I wish... Sick fuck. (laughs) <laughs> you kind of do. He's like, no, 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 guess, and then you demand that we bring you a stupid uh, gift. What is that? Prior What's to recording the first you? episode, yeah, there may have been a little something in my mind that thought, oh, <laughs> endless gifts. <laughs> and now we're living in the reality of it. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, there's going to have to be a giant yard sale at some point. Something's going to have to happen. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, maybe we have a yard sale for some sort of Yeah, thing. maybe some kind of online yard sale so your fans can buy the stuff right, from their favorite kind of, episodes or something. Right. That's not a bad idea. I mean, I start thinking for about the logistics. Charity. Right. For charity. The logistics of that truly <laughs> make me want to die. <laughs> but you never know because at some point it's going to crush me. So. Yeah. And and your partner, it sounds like. Right. We're Ooh, all kind already of trapped on in the rocks. <laughs> but you are absolutely thing. Oh, we are hanging by a thread. <laughs> um... No, but I I appreciate this little gift you've brought. It's been such a lovely little picnic it's I've gotten so to have nice. with you. Yeah. And I have this loaf of bread that I'll get to make a sandwich from later or some toast or French toast. Why did wow. why, why was that so hard for me to say? Well, you never know. So many options with this tiny baguette. Milana, I've had a fantastic time with you. Me too. Your thanks. hair looks great. I know. You should be so proud of I it. I feel really good about it. I'm so thrilled to be your kind of your first post haircut stop. Well, cookbook was. <laughs> well, cookbook got a little taste, but uh, this was the real reveal of it's the haircut. It's true. Thank you so much for doing My this. Pleasure. Listener, My pleasure. podcast is over. Whether you like it or not, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up here and you're going to have to live without me for a few minutes. I guess you could repeat the episode or do something <laughs> like that. I don't know what. Do you imagine they're just listening with their headphones like, no! <laughs> they're just clutching their steering wheel or... Whatever you do, I don't know. Uh, the show is absolutely over. You have to move on with your life. <laughs> uh, but well, we'll we'll be back in next week or whatever. However, podcasts work. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by John Brantley. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? Perfectly clear when you're a guest in my home. You gotta come to me empty-handed. I said no gifts. Your presence is presence enough, and I already had too much stuff. So how do you dare disobey me? 
Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!